Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews with your host, Aaron Martell. Hello there, I'm Aaron Martell, and welcome to Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews, a podcast where I talk about and review a rock album of my choice. Today I'm flying solo, no co-pilots, but if you're listening and you're interested in coming on the show to review an album with me, I'm always on the lookout for co-pilots to host a podcast with me. There are a few ways to get in touch with me, which I'll go over at the end of the show. So on this week's episode, I'm going to talk about Thin Lizzy's 1976 album, Jailbreak. For me, Thin Lizzy starts with their song, The Boys Are Back in Town, which I think is a starting place for a lot of people. I heard this tune a lot on the radio when I was a kid, long before I knew the name of the band that played it. Years later, if someone had asked me if I liked Thin Lizzy, I would have said, sure, boys are back in town. I dug the song, and I figured they were a one-hit wonder band, and that's that. Now, I can't pinpoint exactly when it was, but at some point when I was much older, I heard another Thin Lizzy track, Jailbreak, and that sparked my interest enough to try a Thin Lizzy Greatest Hits CD. I'll be fucked if I didn't like every track on that disc, and that set off the chain reaction that always happens when I decide to get into a band. I began my Thin Lizzy album collection with Jailbreak because it had the two songs I knew best on it, and there you have it. Now here's some basic facts about this record, brought to you by Wikipedia. In the beginning, there was Wiki. Jailbreak is the sixth studio album by Irish hard rock band Thin Lizzy, released on March 26, 1976 on the Mercury label in the United States and the Vertigo label for the rest of the world. It was produced by John Alcock, and it was recorded from December 1975 to February 1976 at Ramport Studios, London, UK. It reached number 10 on the UK Albums Chart and number 18 on the US Billboard 200 Chart and is certified gold by both the BPI and the RIAA. Next, I'll give you the band's lineup card. We have Phil Linnett on bass guitar, lead vocals, and acoustic guitar, Scott Gorham on lead and rhythm guitars, Brian Robbo Robertson on lead and rhythm guitars, and Brian Downey on drums and percussion. Now it's time to get into a track-by-track analysis of this album. The opening track is the title track, Jailbreak, written by Phil Linnett. I love the unholy frig out of this track, one of my favorite hard rock songs ever. It's that badass riff, so simple and so slamming, with both guitarists locked in on the crunchy groove together. The rhythm section complements the guitars, and the track doesn't feel stiff or stilted. This motherfucker swings. Phil and its vocals are filled with attitude, and when he sings it sounds like he's the coolest cat in the room, which of course he was. The lyrics are about a prison breakout, and the boys are going to cause all kinds of trouble in town. The police and the dogs are after them, but they don't care. If you see them coming, get out of their way. 
It has been pointed out that there's a lyrical error. As Phil sings, tonight there's going to be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. Uh, probably the jailbreak will be at the jail, huh, Phil? But who the fuck cares? This kicks too much ass for me to get worked up over that. The chorus explodes out and you can feel the wild energy in it. There's an ascending breakdown section with police sirens wailing and it builds and builds, ramping up the tension until a final release and back down to the final verse and chorus. What a song. This is how you kick off a record. Breakout! The next track is Angel from the Coast, written by Phil Linnett and Brian Robertson. The Sacred Heart is bleeding Hotel the Holy Ghost That the junkie is cheating To get the things he needs the most Lady Luck has got me covered Keeping her watchful eyes over me The lovers are discovered The charge is first degree The two guitarists engage in some sweet guitar interplay on the verses, in which each guitarist plays a different line, and the lines weave together and snake around each other, creating a dense feel where your ear picks up something different each time you hear it. I love that kind of guitar shit. When it's done well, it just yanks my crank. And this band were masters of it. Brian Downey on drums is also a standout, throwing in cool little fills and not just playing a straight beat, but keeping everything right in time. I interpret the lyrics as a study on the various characters of a seedy apartment building, as Phil sings about people like the junkie, the crook, and Sally playing poker. Phil injects some sympathy in the vocals, but he doesn't pass judgment on these characters, he's just telling it like it is. Come the solo section, the guitars do the thing that Thin Lizzy was most known for. They play harmonized, melodic lines that immediately demand your attention and sweep you up in their flow. This dual guitar attack is a trademark of the band's sound and was massively influential to the hard rock and metal bands that came after them. This is a stupendous track too, and I am all in on this record now. Moving on, we get Running Back, written by Phil Linnett. I'm a fool now that it's over, can you guess my name? I make my money singing songs about you, it's my claim to fame. It's not all over, there's still the pain And I'd come running, I'd come running back to you again Oh, I'd come running, I'd come running back to you this has a lighter vibe, and there's an almost pop feel to this tune, especially with the keyboards and the saxophone present throughout the track that Brian Robertson hated. Phil was conscious of the deliberate poppiness and said that Van Morrison was an inspiration for this tune, and you can definitely hear Van's influence in the vocal melodies of the verses and choruses. The lyrics are of a garden variety, she left me, but I'd go running back to her in a heartbeat, and if it wasn't Phil Linnett delivering these lines, it would come across as super cheesy. But Phil sells the emotion well, at least as far as I'm concerned. The guitars take a back seat and basically provide support to the melodies, but they do the job well and even show some restraint in the solos. From what I can gather, this song kind of divides the Lizzie Faithful, but I've always dug it, from the poppy hand claps to the very Van Morrison-esque tra-la-la-la-las as the song fades. So let's continue with Romeo and the Lonely Girl, written by Phil Linnett. Oh, Romeo, on his lonely, oh. 
guy you'd like to burn But everything that Romeo had You can bet it was well earned For all his good looks we're staying in the lighter zone, but this has a strong R&B vibe with a funk-style guitar and acoustic guitar strumming underneath the track. There's no separate chorus section musically, but there is a vocal refrain that's catchy and keeps bringing you around to the song's dramatic center. Again, pay attention to the drums, as Brian adds so many subtle fills that could go beneath your notice, but really enhance this tune. Phil sings the tale of poor Romeo, who hits it off with a lonely girl, but tells her he has to leave. So she falls in love with someone else, devastating our boy, and proving that even though he's good-looking and charming, he too carries emotional scars like anyone else. Scott Gorham plays an excellent double-track guitar solo that makes me think of Romeo weeping and maintains the song's melancholy feel. For all of their reputation as a hard rock band, Thin Lizzy was capable of different emotional and sound textures, and this excellent song is an example of this. And now we come to Warriors, written by Phil Linnett and Scott Gorham. This starts off with Phil playing a galloping bass line, while the guitars play some drawn-out chords over it that serves as an introduction, gearing up to a crashing hard rock riff that leads into the verse. Phil's voice is processed and echoed, and his delivery on this song reminds me of Jimi Hendrix in his phrasing and cadence. I had a hard time with the lyrics, but I read that Phil said he was inspired by heavy drug users, who made the conscious decision to keep doing them and taking it as far as it could go, ultimately leading to death. Phil name-checked Hendrix and Dwayne Allman and said that they were examples of what he was talking about, and he described them as warriors. I dig the line, my heart is ruled by Venus and my head by Mars. This is another track with no chorus, and after two verses, the song goes into the solo section, which Robbo plays using his wah pedal, something he was known for. After a repeat of the hard rock riff, the track quiets down a bit and lets Brian Downey show off some drumming skills for four bars, and then some psychedelic vocal ahs carry over to another repeat of the hard rock riff, and finally the finish. I really like how this track is different, with its unconventional song structure and mixing of psychedelic and hard rock elements. Then Lizzie didn't always play by the rules. So let's flip the imaginary record over and drop the imaginary needle on The Boys Are Back in Town, written by Phil Linnett. Ah yes, the song everyone knows. It's actually an excellent track, highlighting many of the points that make this band great. It's fast, hard-rocking, and catchier than the bubonic plague. The twin guitars display both their interplay style in the verses and the harmonized leads that are Thin Lizzy's calling card. 
Phil's vocals are confident and conversational as he describes the wild-eyed boys like a gang blowing into town, cutting up and having fun. The vocal is given just the right amount of attitude as the boys hang at Dino's Bar and Grill, hit on chicks, and look for a fight. And if they want to fight, you better let them. The chorus is flypaper for your ears. The dual guitar leads are melodic and tasty, and you can easily hum along to them. As always, the drums are creative and fantastic. This was released as a single and reached number 8 in the UK, number 12 in the US, and number 1 in Ireland, surprising the band as they didn't realize it had hit potential. Scott Gorham credited the song's popularity to two DJs in Louisville, Kentucky, who loved the track and played the record constantly until other radio stations caught on. There seems to be a little fan fatigue toward this track, as it's the only Thin Lizzy song that remains in heavy radio rotation, but fuck it, I'm not sick of it yet. I still dig the shit out of it. Next up is Fight or Fall, written by Phil Linnett. Brothers, here I stand Spread my wings and the man Sky, he just slipped land The boy become a man After all this time I tell myself that I not just wasting time Oh, you know I'm not that way inclined Things slow down for this one, as the vibe is gentle, soulful, and somewhat melancholy, and the guitars are clean. The lyrics on this one seem to be about unity and coming together. We're all part of the human race, and we need to fight for one another. This sort of thing must have been important to Phil, as he was a black Irishman, and he must have been conscious of his ethnicity in his everyday life, as well as in the world of rock and roll at the time. Remember, this was the mid-70s. Or, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, feel free to set me straight if I'm off base. What about it, Irish listeners? Anyway, this song focuses more on the vocals, as the basic instrumentation is muted, and Phil throws in some soul music-style brother, brother lines as the track fades. Thin Lizzy was very capable of writing a top-shelf ballad, but in my opinion, this isn't one of them. It's not awful, and it doesn't sink the record, but for me, it is my least favorite by quite a long way. So Fight or Fall gets the tag. Aaron's Stinky Stinker. The penultimate track is Cowboy Song, written by Phil Linnett and Brian Downey. It starts off like an old-timey country ballad, with clean guitars, a background harmonica, and Phil singing like he's by the campfire spinning a yarn. Then the song transitions to an up-tempo rocker that features a twin guitar melody that carries the whole tune each time it comes around, including in each chorus, as well as a sweet harmonized finish at the end of the first solo section. The lyrics tell of a mythic cowboy wandering out on the Texas range and ending up in Mexico riding in the rodeo. The images are cool and the chorus is spot-on catchy, but it's the guitar work that propels this track. The individual solos rock harder than your creepy uncle hooked on internet porn, and the dual leads are insanely melodic and memorable. 
This song is recognized as a Thin Lizzy classic and was released as an edited single that reached only number 77 in the U.S., but that was par for the course with this band. Always the underdog, always underrated. And that brings us to the final track, Emerald, written by the entire band. To the towns where there was plenty They brought plunder, swords and flame When they left the town was empty And children would never play again Oh my ass, do I love this track. It's a kick-ass, hard-rocking beast, with each player doing his thing and getting his moment to shine. Brian Downey, who in my opinion is the secret weapon of this band, lays down some fast hi-hat strikes, and then the rest of the band come in with Phil singing of ancient Ireland, including battles between the warring clans and the cost of the fighting in human life. Phil is fascinated with the history, myths, and legends of Ireland, and he poured that into these lyrics. This leads to a heavy, old Gaelic-influenced guitar riff written by Phil that he and the two guitarists take to the stratosphere, accompanied by a pounding beat. As a bassist, Phil wasn't a flashy player, but he held down the low end well and had the ability to toss in a melodic line or two if the song needed it. Of course, there's plenty of stellar guitar work in this track, including a solo duel between Scott and Robbo that closes the song, each player trading lines back and forth. It's spectacular and closes the album on an extremely high note. Now that the track by track is completed, I'll go into my final thoughts and album rating. For you new listeners, the rating is a 0 to 5 system, with 5 being a favorite album of mine, all the way down to a 0, which is freaking atrocious. Thin Lizzy is one of those bands that many people have heard of, but don't really know much about, aside from a song or two that gets airplay on classic rock radio which is a shame, because this band produced some of the best hard rock the 70s had to offer. In fact, you could even make a case for Thin Lizzy being the best Irish rock band ever. Sorry, you two. And when it comes to this band, it all starts with Phil Linnett. Even though he was born in England, Phil grew up in Dublin, and he strongly identified as an Irishman that was often reflected in his lyrics. As a songwriter, Phil was top-notch, and his own working-class Celtic culture influences and interests were woven deeply into the Thin Lizzy sound. They started off with more folk influences in the music, but as they went along, Thin Lizzy had lineup changes and got heavier and heavier, until by the end of their career, they were borderline heavy metal. And by that time, Phil was a mess, spiraling down into alcohol dependency and drug addiction until he finally died of pneumonia and heart failure in 1986 at the age of only 36. But the band on this album is the classic lineup, and the twin guitar leads were a massive influence on hard rock and metal bands such as Iron Maiden, Def Leppard, Alice in Chains, even Metallica and the thrash metal bands. But despite this, Thin Lizzy largely went under the radar and underappreciated, and certainly were not at the forefront of the burgeoning hard rock scene in the 70s. It's one of those weird instances where a great band just couldn't catch that certain combination of luck and timing that bands who make it big are able to seize. But those in the know know how good they were, and their body of work is largely consistent and listenable. If you haven't given Thin Lizzy a chance, I recommend you do so, and starting off with Jailbreak isn't a bad idea. It's their most popular album and contains their biggest hits, and if you like your first taste of it, by all means dig into the Thin Lizzy catalog. 
you'll be rewarded. I give Jailbreak a five, and I hope this podcast can shed just a little light on the greatness that was Thin Lizzy. And from Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews, Philip Paris Linnet, rest in peace. Now I'd like to give some heartfelt appreciation to all the listeners who have downloaded the podcast and liked or shared it on Facebook. I'm still looking for some more iTunes reviews that will help the show grow and become visible to more potential listeners, so keep those coming. We've got listeners all over the world, and I just want to express how much I value each and every one of you. It's fun to track each episode and see how well it does in each country we get a listen in, and I'm always amazed by how many listens there are. So thanks again, and as always, rock on. And that's going to do it for this episode. You can find this podcast at places like iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Google Play, and Spotify. So if you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review of it. If you take the time to do that, I'll read your review right here on the show. If you'd like to contact me directly, I can be reached at RidiculousRockRecords at gmail.com and also on the Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews Facebook page, where there's a link to hear each podcast. You can also review the show on Facebook if you'd prefer to do it that way. And yes, I'll read your Facebook review on the podcast. You want to come on the podcast and talk about an album with me? Shoot me an email. We'll set it up. I'm always looking for co-pilots to host the show with me, and I would also welcome any requests or suggestions for albums to cover. Feel free to leave all of your feedback, comments, reviews, and or suggestions at any of those places I just described. I'd love to hear from you. And lastly, here at R4, we thank you so much for giving this podcast a listen, and a massive thank you if you like and support the show. Take care, and I'll catch you later. Your girlfriend. Hey, you. Good looking female. Come here.